Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. So, I'm kind of fired up. I hadn't noticed. I have been waiting to get this show started for... I don't know, an hour. Yeah, you really have. And you were pacing like 45 minutes ago. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I I can't believe it. Like, okay, we have kind of loosely mentioned that there's uh, the potential for a homeless shelter to open very near to our home. I would say less than a mile away. Okay. At a distance that's easily walkable from here to there. Like, no problem at all. Would you agree? We drive past it like 30 times a week. Exactly. So I think we would definitely need to have a say in that issue. Yeah, our opinions need to be heard. Exactly. And so what we're about to talk about here is that homeless shelter issue. And we're going to address some public comments that were made during the city council meeting. I want to make it clear right here. I'm on record as saying that disagree with you or agree with you. When your facts are wrong, I'm going to call you out on it. That does not mean that I think you're an idiot. That does not mean that I think you're stupid. That does not mean anything more than you stated an incorrect fact or facts, plural, and I called you out on it or them. Are we clear? Well, I'm clear, but I don't think anybody else is capable of answering you at this current time. Did I? Did I make it clear (laughs) where I'm about to come from? Well, you're kind of leading into what you're about to say. By, like, saying you're about to be super fucking sassy. Exactly. But it doesn't mean that I think people are stupid, right? Truth. And it doesn't mean that I want to shut down their opinion, does it? No. It just means that they misstated one, some, or all of their points, and I'm calling them out on it. So go for it. So the whole, the whole deal would be... If I happen to hit all of them, well, yeah, then you know I think they're completely wrong. And, hey, I'm transparent about it because I told you every point that I disagree with. So, here, let's have at it. So, this homeless shelter, like we talked about, it's pretty close by. So, there's a open house. We go to the open house. And I can kind of get a sense that most of the people there, they don't really know how government works. And they don't know how these decisions are made. And guess what? That's perfectly okay. Seriously, it is. I'm not one of those people who's going to be like, you know, you don't deserve to step up to the plate now because you've never said anything before. Got to start somewhere. Right. I mean, like, everybody, you're going to have a thing in your life or more that fire you up. And so you're going to show up for those things. And the things that don't fire you up, you're not going to show up. Well, you damn well well better show up for the things that fire you up. Right. It's almost, you're right about that. I almost see that as 
It's an obligation. Does that make sense? Yep. So, with that said, you know, we go to the city council meeting, and the first, you know, kind of boneheaded mistake that was made (laughs) was basically the crowd admits that they had no idea how to fill out the form that, I don't know, if you looked at it, it was pretty clear. (laughs) If you don't, if you check oral communication... You want to talk about oral communication. If you check an agenda item, you want to talk about the agenda item. That's it. It's that simple. But people can't figure it out. Okay, whatever. I think people were too angry to bother reading. Right. They were heated. So the clerk, who is a very, very intelligent lady, says... Hold on, guys. Apparently, there are people in the crowd who want to speak on the agenda item, but didn't mark that. (coughs) And she points that out. And she's and the, the mayor's like, huh, what? What are you talking about? And then, and then she says, well, and she explains it to him. You know, there's people apparently that are expecting to talk right now, but they're not supposed to talk about it right now. They're supposed to talk about it at the agenda item. So then he says, all right, what are we going to do about it? And she says, I have a solution. I'm going to call out the names of these people. If you want to talk about the homeless situation, just say yes. Are we, we're good. We're good so far, right? Yep. Cause then what she's doing is she's, Checking off the agenda item box for them. Uh-huh. Okay. But instead, so that's what's supposed to happen. And she explains that to the city council. Uh-huh. And they turn around and and she says, you know, John Smith. Whatever their name is, right? John Smith toddles on up there. And he, and he gets up and she says, are you here to talk about the homeless issue? And he goes... Yeah, and he walks right up and goes, I think that the that the homeless shelter, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now I'm not making fun of what the guy said. I'm just not going to waste time going into some long tirade about what someone said because their opinion That's is their the point. Their opinion is right. Exactly. It's not the point. Their opinion is their opinion. They're entitled to it. But they've made some fatal mistakes in their approach. Like, for instance, they weren't legally allowed to talk about that right then. Yeah. That seems like... And they were supposedly calling their names out to sort them out. And you could tell, by the way, the city clerk was reacting. She was like, oh, my God, I just gave you a solution. And you just let it go by. What needed to happen is Mayor Dude needed to be like, yo, this needs to be later. It's not my fault you didn't check the box. Go sit back down. We will call you when the public hearing starts. Exactly. That would have been fair. Because I believe... And I've never actually researched this, so this is just my me taking the things I know for sure and being able to kind of fill in the gaps, okay, of this situation. I believe that the reason for the rule that the public speaks after the staff presents its report is so that the city council has time to ask some of its own questions 
before being influenced by the public. Because remember, the city council is not legally allowed to act on anything that's not on the agenda that's brought up in the meeting. And any comment or question that's asked is going to be something that's not on the agenda. So therefore, they're not legally allowed to act on it. But if you tip your hand and you present the public comments before the discussion from the city council members, they don't have to tip their hand. They can just be like, you know what, I actually, I was going to vote yes, but Victoria convinced me to vote no. Well, So I'm going to switch my vote and no one's going to ever know. They're all going to think I was always a no vote. I feel like the city made a colossal mistake last night because think of all the other city council meetings we've gone to over the last year two years where something huge and controversial has been being discussed at that meeting there was nothing else on the agenda they kept it as short as physically possible so that they could snap right into the public hearing when we went to la palma and they were discussing the oh, you mean at other place. city councils. Yes. I'm sitting here. <laughs> you guys can't see me, but I'm kind of like looking up at the sky, saying to myself, I don't remember it this way. I remember it a different way. But now right. she's talking about other cities. Now I remember it. When we went to La Palma, they discussed a couple of little short things they needed to discuss and then snap right into the public hearing. When we went to Los Alamitos, five, ten minutes of actual discussion, bam, right into it. Huntington Actually, Beach Los Alamitos... Los Alamitos did it exceptionally well. They took care of their announcements and presentations yeah. right away. Yep. And then the agenda item, let's say it was like number 15. They moved it all the way up yep. to the front of the line. And everything else was postponed because and it took so long. everything else was postponed. And they even moved things to a different meeting agenda. So I think what, what Buena Park should have done yesterday... Is was they, that very thing. They should have had their two presentations because those were both time sensitive. Then they should have had the public comments unrelated to the homeless shelter issue. Then they should have quickly passed their things that were quickly passed, passable. And then they should have gotten straight to the public hearing because it was kind of rude to know that that entire audience of people was there specifically about one issue to keep them waiting until 930 at night. And you know what's worse than that? What? Did you happen to look at the listing, at least, of the video? No. So it goes, agenda item 11. Huh? Uh-huh. So it goes, agenda item 11. Then it goes, agenda item 12. The one we're looking for is 14. Uh Uh-huh. Then it goes, agenda item 13. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Agenda item 13 took a while because it was about that um, Los Coyotes, you know, and all that, you know, development stuff. That's one of the things I meant shouldn't have been there Okay, yes, but hold on. So that was number 13, and you're right. That shouldn't have been there. Then, guess what? Think they'd go to number 14, right? Like those people, they should have gone to number 14 before they even went to number 13, to tell you the truth. Probably should have went there before they went to number 11. Mm Mm-hmm. The first hearing should have been the one that they know there was a ton of people there right. for. Okay. So with that in mind, with, with that in mind, mm-hmm. they had a little discussion about what the council had been up to since the last meeting. Right. Yeah. That's what they wasted, I don't know. 25 minutes on? No, more than that. Almost an hour. Why was that a thing? 
Why? Why did that city council feel the need to waste those people's time? I don't get it. And, I don't and, you know, something and they that's do it often. Is it ended up only 16 people spoke total, and that includes the people who spoke about it out of turn in the uh, public comments. And I think there was probably more like 30 people who wanted to speak and couldn't hold out. That's four and a half hours of sitting there. Yep. So here's the thing, though. Some of the comments that I'm hearing online today. These people mean well, but they have zero research. Like, okay, just to start out as an example of why I'm saying what I'm saying, on Nextdoor, there was a lady who said, let's have, I mean, I don't know how she thought this was even possible, let's have a kind and civil discussion about border security. <coughs> <coughs> On next door? Yes. A kind and civil discussion on next door. And, and everything was going okay. People were spouting out the usual BS, you know, that the press tells you. And then this lady steps up to the plate and she says, I have an opinion on this and I happen to be an immigration expert, having studied it for 21 years. Wow. And then proceeds to like decimate the standard you know, immigration arguments. In a good way? Some good, some not so good. All right. Um, And in my opinion. And she, by the way, the guys, this proves that I can disagree with somebody and still think that what they did was awesome. Okay? Just pointing it out. Don't be so sensitive. Just because someone disagrees with you on one point doesn't mean they think you suck. Because it doesn't mean that. Anyway, I have to keep mentioning that because there are people who don't get me and they think that. So I'm going to keep mentioning that because I have to be blunt tonight. I can't be pussyfooting around this. Sound like a broken record, but that's okay. So I forgive you. So, 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 so. Those people are saying things like, you know, I don't want, I don't want the homeless shelter that close to a school. It's not right to have it that close to a school. All right. Now, beyond the fact that the state of California passed a law in 2012, which, by the way, the city council, the attorney for the city council pointed this out during the meeting. But despite the fact that California created a law in 2012 that says that homeless shelters can only be restricted in the same manner as single family residences and apartment complexes. So whatever, whatever rules you cannot apply to a single-family house or an apartment, you cannot apply to a homeless shelter either. So, so hold on then. I think that this means they should make a law that says there's not allowed to be any houses within X number of feet of a school. Right. I mean, that's, that's a logical conclusion, right? Right. Since they don't want a homeless shelter within that many feet of go. a school, then I guess since houses and homeless shelters fall in the same pattern... That should be what happens. And that's the point. They've had it explained to them why. They didn't listen. But they don't pay any attention. None. And they keep they keep saying, you know, it's too close to a school. But here, you know what? How about we just, instead of being nice and trying to explain to them the why, how about we just go for the real truth? Because okay. we all because we all know what the 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 real truth is, right? I mean, do you know what the real truth is? No, but I think you're about to tell me. <clears throat> Maybe I don't want to tell you. I think you should tell me. I think it's rude if you don't. 
I think that the real truth <laughs> escapes me. <laughs> I have a good point here, and I can't remember exactly what my good point was. What was I saying right before that? You were talking about the real truth, and then how about you didn't want to tell me about it, and now you're and apparently going to gonna tell me about it. I don't remember. See, you weren't paying attention. I said something about all, all homes being X number of feet away from the school. Right. And then I said, and then they, they're exactly, okay. So the homeless people should be 500 feet away from the school. And since the homeless shelter gets, by law, is treated like a house, then I guess house is going to have to be 500 feet away from a school minimum. Right. Now, people don't get that, but let's just use the nuclear option. Okay. And here I go again, forgetting what I was going to say. And I know exactly where I was headed with this. People say that. You're headed for the nuclear option. But you're headed for the nuclear option, which is? 500 feet away hey, from Hey, what's stopping them from camping out in front of the school right now? Exactly. There's no law that says they can't camp out in front of the store school. In fact, there is. It's called loitering. But it can't be enforced. Do you know why it can't be enforced? Oh, my God. Because there's no shelter. So put a shelter in. Then the crazy people can't loiter so, outside the school. But here's the thing. You, you, you're saying, and I, and I get it. I get it. You're emotional. I get it. I'm not but emotional Not near a school. Not near a school. Uh-huh. Not near a school. Uh-huh. Why? Why? Well, and you know, you ask them, why? Why not near a school? Because they're going to go there and sit out front and they're going to leave needles because they're going to do drugs. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That is what they're going to do, okay? Right. <laughs> if I want to agree with you. I don't. But okay, let's say you're right. They're going to do that. Was there anything stopping them from doing that right now? Not even one thing. Okay, so your argument is a moot point. Well, their argument's a moot point. I didn't make yeah. an argument. Well, that's what I'm talking to. Those people. Those people. And, again, that doesn't mean you're stupid. Doesn't mean everything you say is wrong. It just means in that instance, you made a mistake. Because you're right about what you're saying. It's possible that they don't keep good control over the shelter itself. Because it's all going to depend on the management. How many feet are in a mile? 5,000. So if the school is 0.3 miles away from where this homeless shelter is supposed to be, that means it's exponentially more than the 500 feet these people are asking for, correct? That would seem like it, yes. Yeah, okay, that's how far away it is. Interesting. You're welcome. In any event... Defeated! (laughs) But in any event, you know, use the nuclear option. What's stopping them from doing it right now? Nothing. All right, so... If your worst case scenario is still possible currently, then your solution isn't the solution. Exactly. Not that any not that any of the naysayers actually had a solution to offer, which is kind of what I find frustrating. Well, like I always like to ask, what's your le- what would your legally allowable solution be? I mean, telling people that there's a 10,000 bed shelter out in the middle of the desert on the way to Vegas and that you're going to ship them out there when perhaps they have a job here. Right. And they wouldn't be able to find a job And you're going to insist that they have to go because you're not going to let them sleep here because now you have a shelter. 
that's a bad it's yes that's a road you could take totally agree with you but it's a bad road to take well i think there's that's part of the reason why they split the county into the three spas because if you're in one of the shelters in your spa you're still within reasonable commuting distance to whatever job you have if you have one and not only that it forces equal contribution right and i'm sure they're doing it based off of population Huntington Beach, they're paying a lot more than Cyprus. Well, obviously. And they should. And Anaheim is paying more than Cyprus. And Stanton and is paying less than Cyprus and all that good stuff. And they should because they have... There um, should be a contribution lo- more people. per capita. Right. And that's, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. So they're paying more into it. But it's now it's well-policed. Because right. everybody's watching everybody, and they're all meeting on a regular basis. All the city managers, they're meeting on a regular basis and discussing this issue. And police officer made a great point, okay? He said that around 2016 time frame, they met with Josh Newman. And okay. they came up with this plan to address the... <clears throat> The homeless situation, basically, like you know, they had the, they had this plan, and it involved. One of the problems was all the police around were complaining that they didn't have any manpower because they were spending too much time going on homeless calls. Okay. And what was happening was the homeless would be mobile and they'd move around. And by moving around, they would stay away from a particular city for just long enough that the police officers would forget who they are. And they'd just keep circling around, circling around, circling around, (laughs) circling around. So they made a change to where all the police agencies across the whole of the Northern Spa Uh cooperate with one another. And they funnel... He made it sound like it's a mobile app, and I don't think it's really a mobile app. I just think it's an app that you can reach from your phone. But he basically made it sound like now they have a shared database. So let's say that Yogi, the CEO, was homeless. And he happened to be in Anaheim. And you're a police officer and you come up on him. Right. Well, in the old days, you'd offer him shelter and tell him if he didn't take it, he's got a boogie. Right. Or potentially be arrested. And then he would boogie over to my city. Okay. Where he tries to lay low for a while. Then when he gets caught, I tell him the same thing. You can't be sleeping here. You either have to go into the shelter, you got to get the hell out of my city, or you got to be arrested. Those are your choices. Right. And he would choose. He doesn't want to be arrested. He doesn't want to live in the shelter. He'd boogie where? Back to your city. Exactly. Now your officer forgets who he is, starts the whole cycle all over again. Mm. Okay. Not anymore. Now they share the data. Okay. So if you find Yogi the CEO in Huntington Beach. Yogi. And you talk to him and you offer him shelter and you tell him that if he doesn't accept shelter, he's not. it's illegal for him to live on the street at night. You've now warned him that he's violating the law by doing what he's doing. Right. You can execute on that at that point. 
when I almost feel like because because what what happens is they go. I'm sorry, I didn't finish. When they get to Buena Park, now you find Officer, you know, Yogi the CEO, and I'm the police officer. I go in there, and go, oh, Officer Victoria talked to this guy in Huntington Beach and told him that this is illegal, and he ignored her. And then you're just like, yo, bro, you're going to jail tonight. And he's like, well, what, what did I do? Well, you all ignored Huntington Beach's order. You ignored them. Something he wouldn't have known about before, but now he knows about. See, see how cooperation makes the whole problem better? When I almost feel like this, whatever it is that they're using to share data between the police agencies that are in each spa, it's all of Orange County is going to be sharing that data, not just eventually the northern spa and the central spa, because there are border cities still. So people are going to go between them. Then they're going to need to. Ha- Everybody's going to need to have that information. Well, and not say- only that. Not only that. I think there's going to have to be regional cooperation because what about when Orange County butts up against Riverside County or San Diego County right. or Los Angeles County? Well, at that point, I don't think they care as much. But I feel like if somebody... What's a city that's in the central spa? I would imagine Huntington Beach is. Okay, so Huntington Beach touches Cyprus somewhere? No. What's a city in the northern spa that Huntington Beach touches? Garden Grove. Okay. I think Garden Grove is central, too. Well, then Garden Grove touches... um, Anyway... Cyprus. Okay, so so they're going to need a way for if homeless guy is now found in Garden Grove after Cyprus told him that he needs to boogie to a shelter or somewhere to, to live, they're going to need a way for the people in Garden Grove to then return him to the spot he belongs in to get a shelter. Correct. And I think that's how it's going to end up, is Central Spa is going to return people to Northern or Southern if they don't belong, and vice versa. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked that that system wasn't already in place. Me just too. Just being real. Kind of shocked. Kind of shocked. It might be, and we just don't know now, about it, though. Now, I was sitting here thinking, and then there's the other angle that you get, and these people are right as well, okay? Oh, my gosh, you know, I, I live near a park, and all I find is old, disgusting, gross clothes, pee, poo needles and all sorts of drug paraphernalia so i can't even let my kids play in the park okay now do i understand why that would be pissing people off hell yeah of course of course i understand would do piss i anybody off. do i agree hell yeah i agree that 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 shouldn't be happening there's no way it shouldn't be happening but sitting there and saying so something needs to be done you're right that's the reason why you should support the shelter. Because if the shelter was there, the police could be hard asses on anyone in that park that doesn't belong there. Right. And people are still going to leave the shelter during the day. They're going to get on the shuttle. They're going to go to the shuttle points. And they're going to do their drugs if that's what they're choosing to do with their life. Exactly. But they're not going to leave all their shit there, literally. Well, and you know what? Even that, they're not so, going to be allowed to hang out in a park. You know how I know this? When you watch like Live PD, those dudes, those dudes think these guys are gang members, and so they don't want them just hanging out there. Right. They come up to them and they say, "Yo, why are you guys here? 
Oh, we're just hanging out, man. You got a reason to be here? You visiting somebody here? You live around here? Girlfriend around here? What's what's going on? Why are you here? Oh, no, we're just hanging out. No, you, you can't just hang out here. You got to have a reason to be here. Same thing. Right. So it'll automatically clean up four, out of, three out of four of the issues that they were bringing up about the people hanging out in parks. It'll get rid of their stuff everywhere and the pee and the poop. Yep. And then, and then if they're caught with, then if they're caught in there when they don't really belong in there, right? Then the cops can bust them, and they won't be leaving their needles there either. Right. It'll slowly handle the. Ne- I think the needles problem will be the one that takes the longest, longest to, go, to away. go away, but it'll eventually go away. Right. And I think honestly, this is a super controversial opinion. Maybe if they had a needle exchange at the shelter, like not able to do the drugs, but able to exchange your needles. Even if they called it a needle exchange for people with who who needed insulin, well, then they wouldn't leave their needles in the parks. It may be a controversial opinion, but it's not on this show because we've talked about this issue before, and we've talked about the um, shoot up houses. And I mean, I'm shocked the hell out of anybody, but I'm going to tell you, I think that in an area where there's a severe epidemic of drug use. That a safe house for shooting up is a smart idea. The more that I've read about the needle exchange place in Costa Mesa, the dumber I think that specific one is, just because of the way that they're doing things. The like they're not doing it a one to one exchange ratio; they're doing like a twenty to one exchange wait, ratio. It's ridiculous. Wait, but wait, 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 wait. You mean you are actually gonna understand? That because the one Costa Mesa proposed sucked, that not all of them suck? I come from a place with a successful needle exchange program. You're going to be an adult about something like that? And a drug use facility. You're going to be an adult about that. I know it can work. Wow. I'm an adult about 99.9% of things. You're probably the only person (laughs) I've met who can be an adult about that. Well, that's not true. Our good friend can be an adult about that. I'm too. one of ten, I'm sure. Ten. Yeah. Memorized. Max. <laughs> and it's and it's interesting though that people have that like take on it, like, oh blah 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 blah. And I just know something needs to be done. I'm not sure if it's a shelter. Well, think it through. What happens if we put a shelter in? What's the dominoes? What have people told me? It's you know, now it's coming down to it's no longer a secret. People who have had zero interest in the homeless issue know. That you can't enforce the anti-camping laws unless and until there are resources. It is no longer a secret. It is a well-known thing. Right. Now, <sighs> can we address the fact that people are opposing this homeless shelter because they think it's going to increase the number of homeless in that area? And I don't understand why someone didn't just say, hey, would you like us to take you to Bridges Shelter and you tell us where it is? Because you're never going to be able to find it. But right. yet, the way you're talking about what you think is going to happen with the shelter is it's going to be an eyesore and everyone's going to know exactly what it is. Right. But that's not true. And that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but you can't be held to task for that. Because you're not aware of all the other issues. You haven't been involved in the issue for very long. 
more than likely. Like I said, a lot of these people, it was their first time at a city council meeting. Totally understandable that they wouldn't get it. Well, exactly. Like that, that one dude who talked first was all all upset that um, they couldn't they couldn't answer his questions because he didn't understand that they couldn't answer his questions. Well, I have a proposal that I would like the city council to take up, and that is that in situations like that, they should make it part of their regular rules and regulations that when they know that there's a heated topic like a homeless shelter that is likely to bring people to a meeting for their first time ever that you take five minutes to explain the law and that you're not allowed to ask we're not allowed to answer questions we're not allowed to address things that are not on our agenda well because they they did it after like 10 people had spoken so there was already like seven pissed off people and had they just taken the time to do that up front then they're educating people. And I would like to propose that that be part of their rules and regulations that, you know, this is going on. You give the, and you know what, what would it hurt if everybody there was aware of that fact already? Or maybe they should just do it at the beginning of every meeting and make it well, part right, of their because standard. Well, that's what I was just getting. At. I was about to say that you, you catch on fast because the reality is what would it hurt anyway? Come on. What is, what does live PD do every single break? They display the, Remember, all participants are innocent until proven guilty. These are real, these are real crimes in progress. Blah 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 blah. But no one is guilty until proven innocent. I mean, innocent until proven. Everyone is innocent <laughs> until proven guilty. A lot of kind of like I said with the with the immigration lady. Her mistake was throwing her credentials out there. Right. But the reality was the information she presented was pretty good for the most part. Well, same thing. If you want me to hear you when you say, oh, no, it's going to be near three senior citizen centers. And my question is, it becomes, well, what's stopping them from going there now? Well, exactly. Again, nuclear bomb. No, no point in trying to counter them saying, oh, you know, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, well, we'll have extra police patrol there so the older people will be fine. No, because here's the thing. Right now, their perceived risk is 0%. Right. But they feel that with a homeless shelter there, let's say their perceived risk is 0.1%. Guess what? It's more than 0%. They don't want that. Yeah. What and about you can't blame the- them for that, though. Right. I mean, come on. Let me ask you a question. Would you be happy if a homeless dude was living in that crevice at the bottom of the stairs? No. I would call the police until they made him leave. Why? Because. Why? Because it makes me feel unsafe. He's not supposed to be there. Exactly. But but if there was a homeless shelter right next to our apartment building, it wouldn't make me uncomfortable at all because he's supposed to be there. Like not, not in the crevice at the bottom of our stairs. But if I was like walking past homeless shelter and I see homeless dude waiting for the shuttle, he's supposed to be there. It's not uncomfortable at all. He's just a person that lives right there. He's just another neighbor. Right. That's a great point. Remember when we once talked about that? It's kind of going to lead me into the final point that I want to make from that meeting. And I purposely left the best for last. But remember, remember the whole, you know racist comments kind of stuff that we talked about yeah okay well 
guy is up there doing public comment last night. Oh, gosh. And he says his piece. And you know, he was talking about something about his neighborhood, you know, and that sort of thing. He wasn't talking about the homeless he, issue he wasn't at all. He was talk about the homeless issue at all. But then at the end, he goes, you know, I want to put in my two cents about this homeless thing, though, real quick. Uh, I know I'm not supposed to, but I, I want to do that real quick. And then he proceeded to say, this environment reminds me of a person who makes racist comments against Jewish people and then says, what are you talking about? I can't be a racist. I have Jewish friends. He goes, all you guys keep doing is coming up here and saying, I don't want the homeless near me. I don't want them near my schools. I don't want them anywhere near my house. Put them out in the middle of nowhere so no one has to see them. But, oh, by the way, I'm not against the homeless. Got nothing against the homeless. Well, I had some nice things. When after that guy spoke and then after some of the other people spoke, I remember some of the nice text messages that I was sending to you about the how it's it's ridiculous that they're saying, we don't want these people anywhere near us. They might infect us with their poorness is essentially the... the um, Yeah, they act the like... The feeling they were they giving They act like me being homeless is, is contagious. A a contagious disease. And then... But I have nothing against the homeless. Yes, you fucking do. Don't lie to me. You have something against the homeless. Just fucking own it. If you don't like them and you think they're gross, just own it. Do you realize, just thought of something. Do you realize that all of of the bigger pets in our zoo were all homeless once? Yes, except Parker. He was homeless once. No, he lived in an office. Before that, he was homeless. No, he was born in the office. Was he? Yeah, because his brother. He was, he was there with his brother. So Maybe there was a that's whole litter why he's the biggest, most spoiled brat? I think it's why he's super neurotic and weird. But yes, all the other animals were homeless. Yeah, they defend for themselves, even if it was for five minutes. Especially the fat one. Yeah, she was very homeless, this one. Well, and like Olive, they found her... In the El Dorado Park, when she was just a teeny tiny baby hiding in a hole in a tree. Yep. And then Yogi, who knows where they found him. You got him from the shelter. And then the Chunk pretty much lived her entire life in our apartment building outside. I don't know how the coyotes didn't get her. Now she's she, a wily one. Now she lives in our house. Now she lives in she our house. Purrs. And she would definitely be. And she purrs. And she's sweet and loving. She's a very sweet girl. Anyway, we digress. We digress. We digress. Just talk. Sorry, Yogi. What was, was my next point going to be? I said something. That was your next. That was your last point. Talking about the guy likening the homeless people to Jewish people. Well, yeah, and 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 that was awesome because he wasn't wrong, and I clapped. Right. Boy, did I get dirty looks. Oh my god, that dude. Okay, there was a dude that was sitting on the other side of the aisle from you because you were like right on the end, uh-huh. and he was wearing a jean jacket and jean shorts. And he looked super mad all the time. Yeah. He gave you the dirtiest look I've ever seen a stranger give someone. Like, <laughs> if his eyes were daggers, you would have had, like, stab wounds Okay, but see, kind of goes back to what I've said multiple times to sound like a broken record. Just because I don't agree with you on every point doesn't mean I don't agree with you on some of the points. Right. So I am not your enemy just because I disagree with one or more of your points. Well, and I guess he could have been giving you a dirty look because you were clapping obnoxiously loud, but I don't think so. 
I clapped obnoxiously loud because they kept clapping obnoxiously loud. I get it. And then I wasn't sure how to take the mayor's joke at the end to the man who kept inappropriately clapping after they asked him not to clap. Uh Because he said, sir, you be quiet. If I have to tell you again, I will have you executed. (laughs) I think it's funny. And then he immediately went into, ha, 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 no, actually, I have a button up here that if I hit, your chair will vibrate. How you got from I'm going to have you executed to your chair will vibrate is beyond me. Electric chair? But it sure did feel like a backpedal to me. Electric chair? Like, was that an electric chair reference? Like, It was just weird. Well, and yet people laughed, dude. and I have not heard a single negative comment about it. Maybe it's a joke that's before our time. You know, could be. Like, we just don't understand it because we're not old enough to understand it. That's possible. Generational um, humor. Yeah. That's actually <sighs> probable because... That kind of comment looked so bad to me that I cringed the first second I heard it. And usually, I'll be honest, things like that generally take me like five or six seconds to register. Like, and then, and I kind of repeat in my head what they say. And I went, He said, What? Man, you told me about that. And I was like, Oh my God, that's the funniest thing. Like, like, I feel like it was slightly inappropriate for the situation, but a super funny comment. Well, it is, and especially, like, I don't know, as I've gotten to know his personality, he's kind of a joker. He likes yeah. to joke. He really does. And his sense of humor is very dry. And his, sense, and his sense of humor is very dry. And yet, and so that's why it's like, it just kind of drops on you like a lead brick. It's like, but, it's, but that was a very funny comment. You're right about that. Right. And then I do think the chair vibrating thing was an electric chair reference, which makes me laugh even harder. Yeah, it could be. I hadn't thought of it that way. But in any event... Homeless shelter, thumbs up. People, I'm glad to see you. Even people I disagree with, I'm glad to see you speaking up and opening your mouth because there are some people who were showboating through the whole thing and you were not like that person. And I'm proud of you for that. And we're very disappointed in all of the people who bitched and bitched and bitched and bitched and continue to bitch online. But never showed up to the meeting. And didn't bother to watch it online. I get some people couldn't make it, but you know, watch it online. You know, that brings up a point. Before we close out, shouldn't people who watch online be able to have a voice? Well, Costa Mesa let them. But see, here's the sense. thing. I don't think their system allows for that. It doesn't. So why not go to like something like Zoom and pay for it? Uh, because... Because Why the city council like and Zoom? the city staff are pretty geriatric. Why not build something? And I like think Zoom? that it would give them a headache. Because then people can raise their hand. They can be called on because they're all looking at a computer screen. They would almost have to have an electronic card submission that goes to the city clerk, and she'd have to have it on like an iPad or something with yeah, the paper submissions and take them in order. Yeah. I don't know. It seems necessary because people aren't getting their voices heard. If they submitted it electronically, um, they wouldn't be able to skip the 
box telling the city clerk what agenda item they wanted to speak on. Just make it a required yeah, field. It'd be Suck valid ass. automatically. And in fact, you know what? You want to know how you save this whole paper versus electronic thing? Huh. Put a couple of iPad kiosks around the room. Oh, yeah. I think it would save the city clerk a lot of work. just have people go and fill up the form there. They don't have to print this shit out. And it's done and over with. Well, and just think, just think of the tracking information you could get out of that. Because, okay, out of all the people we heard speak, you said there were 16 of them that spoke about the homeless shelter. Right. 15 from Buena Park, one from Anaheim. Right. Just think about those demographics. You fill out in the card what city you live in. Right. And then they know if people from... Anaheim or people from Cyprus or people from Fullerton are, are pissed really off concerned. about something that Buena Park is doing. And I, I don't know that they should change what they're doing because another city is angry, but I think it's worth considering and knowing about. Well, I get the depth of what you're saying, but that's my point. You would just do away with the paper altogether. Right. Because if you're going to have an online system for people to like raise their hand and turn in a comment card, it'd be the bomb. Well, then you might as well just have everybody use an electronic comment card. And then all she has to do. In fact, you know what would be great about that? Huh. They're all time stamped. Well, and just think. So you'd know exactly when it was turned in. Just think about the accuracy of the information provided and the fact that every card would be 100% filled out. There wouldn't be any of those issues. They'd get to, they'd get to track things. They'd know if you got up and talked at every single meeting. They'd be able to see that. And they'd be like, this dude, he's really concerned about what's going on in the city. Or he's just a really big asshole. One or the other. Well, that was one of the observations that I had, though. Some of the people who I've not going to name names, but some of the people who I haven't really liked very much, like don't give me a good feeling is a better way to put it. I finally have figured out it's because they're kind of politician-y. And you know me. I don't like the whole politician-y thing. Right. That's one of the reasons why I like Gary Johnson so much. He's just so laid back and so like, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever happens. Right. And I don't like them when they're real stiff <laughs> and all that and politician-y. And that's what happens is you can see them grandstanding. Yeah. Now we've gotten off on a different tangent and you were saying you would make your had made your last well, point. Well, it's not a different tangent, though. It's related to what you were saying. I didn't say different tangent. I said whole tangent. But in huh. any event, there's so many <laughs> things that you could disagree with. But the best part was that people were having their voices heard. That was the best part. And you're right. That's why it's a travesty that it happened at the end of the meeting rather than being moved to a more reasonable part where people who finally gave up and left could have had their voices be heard. When we went to the open house and we learned that the, something just dawned on me. Go ahead. That the city didn't want it put out on social media that they were having that meeting, that open house. And they didn't want to notify, they didn't want to notify like all the people. And you got heard the comments about how that seems really unreasonable. It feels like they're not communicating. It feels like they're hiding things from us by doing what they did at the city council meeting and putting it at the very end. It kind of supports that. It feels like they're hiding something or trying yeah, but I to realized, not hear opinion. But I also realized something as I thought about it. Um, at least as far as people who followed directions, there really were only 16 people 
who registered to talk for that. Because not a single person was called and not there. Oh. So if there were, let's say there were supposed to be 50 people. Well, I would have expected 34 names to be called out and not be there. However, you can still put in comment cards all the way up until the agenda item. Technically, you're allowed to. So some people people might have waited. Some people might have waited. But it doesn't prove much. That's the point that I'm making. Uh I don't know. I feel I feel like it was a mistake for the for the same reason as it was a mistake not to make that open house public to the entirety of Buena Park. Well, the mistake here is that you're not having transparency. Even right. though you know what, I'm, I'm again, I'm not saying that you're hiding something. I'm saying that you perception. are not giving the appearance that you're transparent. The perception. Right. It's like when that one elected official who had been appointed to her position came to me when there was a third opening after they had just appointed two people in a row and asked me what I thought, appoint another person or hold a special election. And I looked at her and I didn't even answer the question. I just said, all I can tell you is if you appoint another person, the city's going to begin to wonder what you're up to. Because think about it. I always say, you have to learn to count to three. You got to learn to count to three. Well, if you take over and then you appoint three total people. Right. You've just now appointed your count to three group. Well. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like that a city council has to be very careful to even if they're being completely transparent, to not appear like they're not being completely transparent. And unfortunately, right now, they're looking a little shady. They're being perceived as a little bit shady. And here's what I find interesting. So the one character, you know, there's three, three that are been there and two that have not. So we're only talking about the three that have been there. Right. The one character had not a lot to say except to point out that the comments about them not wanting the shelter near their home is bogus because so far he's leaning in favor of it. And he gave his reasons. It was the whole Judge Carter stuff and... Uh They told a story about, see how those people are getting chased out of that park? Yeah, guess where they're going to go? They're going to go to your park now because you can't enforce your anti-camping ordinance because you don't have a shelter. So in any event, he made this whole statement at the end. But other than that, he had nothing to say the whole meeting. Right. He was. Then there was the other one. And she, yeah, I gave it away on purpose. <laughs> Seemed concerned, like, seemed mostly in favor of the shelter. Right. Didn't say yes or no. Kind of always holds their cards close to their chest. But seemed like they were leaning that way, like from some comments that were made. Well, and you know that person is very pro-homeless. Yeah, so that's why. Exactly. That's that's a good point. Um, But bottom line... She kind of gave off that air, you know, uh-huh. that like, and then he says, 
how he's frustrated that he can't answer questions and wants to do this and that and the other thing. Okay, well, that to me proves 100% without a shadow of a doubt that they want to be as transparent as possible. Right. They're just not succeeding at it right And here's now. the thing. I know what people are going to be, oh, conspiracy theory. He thinks the two new people are the problem. No, actually, I don't. Because none of the two new people was directly involved in any of the issues. In fact, as much as it pains me to say, both of the new people seemed kind of concerned about like, okay, look, I get that it's more costly to go to a place over here. But before you put this place in, you got to solve this little issue right here. So the police departments need to meet and talk about that. Right. All right. That's proactive. That's like saying, you know what? Public's worrying about this. So let's fix it before we commit to a decision on this issue. So that was pretty smart. I thought that was thought that was well well done, but that proves that they're being transparent. They're just making bullshit mistakes like allowing people to talk when they're not supposed to be talking about the issue. Well, and like I said, I don't think they're not being transparent. I think it's all a perception. Like they're not giving a good perception right now. So, well, and that's what needs to be that. fixed. So, anyway, <sighs> now it's time for good night, everyone. Hasta le bye bye. Thank you for listening to the nightly rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show. Please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.